Will Senator Dick Durbin stop the blue skips blue slip scam to block judges? Why is Illinois Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, through which all judicial nominees must pass before getting a full Senate vote, letting Republican senators blow off qualified federal judges proposed by President Biden? Most recently, Mississippi GOP Senator Cindy Clyde-Smith blocked via blue slip Democratic judicial nominee Scott Cullum, just like last year, when Wisconsin's Republican Senator Ron Johnson blue-slip vetoed Judge William Pocan, the brother of Congressman Mark Pocan, apparently because he's gay. Next up, Republican Senators Roger Marshall and Jerry Moran bragged that they're contemplating vetoing Biden's nomination of Jabari Womble for federal district court judge in Kansas because, presumably, he's black. I'd like to be able to tell you why Durbin is going along with his BS from the senator's own perspective, but nobody answers the phone at his five offices I called yesterday afternoon. The senator's unavailability notwithstanding, what's going on here is the result of an arcane bit of Senate tradition referred to as blue slips. It's not a law or even a rule in the Senate, merely a tradition, and one that Durbin's predecessor as head of the Judiciary Committee, Republican Lindsey Graham, enthusiastically ignored. Blue slips are rooted in the Constitution's requirement that senators offer advice and consent on federal nominees offered by the president. That constitutional requirement refers to votes of the entire Senate. There's not even a mention of the powers of Senate committees in the Constitution. But it has been, slip, but it has been applied through tradition, not law, to the Senate Judiciary Committee since the early days of our republic. What was once a common-sense practice has become an anachronism now used by Republicans to prevent Democrats and progressives from riding to f- rising to federal judgeships. On August 3, 1789, President George Washington submitted a list of nominees for positions requiring senatorial confirmation. These were Navy officers who'd be overseeing the collection of port taxes. He sent along a piece of paper with each nominee's name and a space for an I or nay next to it. Senator James Gunn of Georgia objected to one of the people on the list, a fellow Georgian named Benjamin Fishbourne, because back in 1785, when then-Army Captain Gunn challenged Major General Nathaniel Green to a duel over a dispute about a horse, seriously, Gunn had publicly taken Green's side in the squabble. The duel never happened, although Gunn carried a pistol for a year hoping to catch Green unawares. President Washington, furious, walked over to the Senate and demanded to know why Gunn was blowing up one of his nominations. Gunn told him that under the advice and consent clause of the Constitution, he didn't have any obligation to explain his objection, although as a courtesy he would say that he thought Fishbourne's character was in doubt. Washington backed down and Fishbourne was not confirmed. Thus began the Senate tradition of this particular senatorial courtesy that today we call blue slips. And in 1789, it made a lot of sense, Gunn's petty personal reasons notwithstanding. How, for example, would a senator from New York know if a judicial nominee from, say, Georgia was qualified? What if he was a drunk or even a felon or just an all-around ass? There was no radio, TV, Internet, or other mass communication at the time. The telegraph hadn't even yet been invented, and there were no national newspapers. So generally, the only persons in the Senate who knew anything about a nominee were the two senators from that nominee's home state. Trusting their judgment for or against people they knew or knew about made a lot more sense than just throwing darts at a board or guessing from a person's name and resume how qualified they may be, particularly when it came to intangibles like temperament and sobriety. 
Starting in 1917, as mass media was growing and radio was spreading across the land, the Senate Judiciary Committee formalized the process by sending a letter about each nominee to each of that person's two home state senators. The letter was printed on blue paper with the request to fill it out and return it to the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, thus the term blue slip. But from 1917 to 1955, even a nay returned with a blue slip didn't stop a judge from being passed out of committee to the full Senate for a vote. They'd merely attached to the nomination a note saying that Senator so-and-so had objected to the nomination. Starting in 1956, however, the new chairman of the Judiciary Committee and avowed white supremacist Senator James Eastland to prevent the confirmation of judges who may order enforcement of racial integration of schools, as ruled by the Supreme Court in 1954, turned the blue slip nay from merely advisory to a full-out committee-based veto of a nominee. That policy held until 1979, when Senator Ted Kennedy replaced Eastland as the committee chair. Kennedy ruled that the committee would revert back to the pre-1955 arrangement, where a negative blue slip from a home state senator would be noted when the nominee was sent to the Senate for a vote, but wouldn't be blocked from emerging from committee. In 2001, however, Senator Orrin Hatch revived Eastland's blue slip rule as an absolute veto. And in 2003, when Vermont's Patrick Leahy took over the committee's chairmanship, he continued the practice, provoking an outraged editorial from the New York Times in 2014 about Leahy letting home state Republicans block Obama nominees for purely political reasons. The result was that many of Barack Obama's nominees never made it onto the federal bench, setting the stage for Donald Trump to overwhelm the federal judiciary with right-wing cranks. Even worse, when Lindsey Graham took the committee over in 2019, he went so far as to ignore negative blue slips from Democratic senators. Mitch McConnell, who opposed the blue slip rule, and Graham moved hundreds of Trump nominees through the Judiciary Committee and onto the Senate floor for confirmation, many over the objections of Democratic senators. It was a virtual assembly line for reshaping the federal judiciary. In February of that year, for example, Graham passed on to the Senate Eric Miller for the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, even though both of his two home state senators, Patty Murray and Maria Cantwell of Washington, refused to return blue slips altogether. Miller now has a lifetime appointment. Graham also pushed through the nominations of Paul Matty, Third Circuit, New Jersey, Joseph F. Bianco and Michael H. Park, both Second Circuit, New York, and Kenneth K. Lee, Daniel P. Collins, and Daniel Bress, all Ninth Circuit, California, among others, each one over the objections of their home state Democratic senators. Now, inexplicably, we're back to James Eastland's 1956 no-school integration blue slip rules. Illinois Democratic Senator Dick Durbin is chairman of the Judiciary Committee, and for reasons apparently known only to him, he's kowtowing to Republican senators who are routinely and arrogantly using blue slips to to block qualified Democratic nominees without explanation. Two months ago, the New York Times weighed in with another outraged editorial asking Durbin to stop letting Republicans block President Biden's nominees. But so far, Durbin is holding firm in his obeisance to to the GOP. Yesterday on Nicole Wallace's show on MSNBC, former Senator Claire McCaskill of Missouri complained that her state hasn't had a U.S. attorney for the full two years of the Biden administration, and there are hundreds of open judicial seats nationwide, all apparently because of Durbin letting Republicans exploit and abuse the blue slip tradition. 
What started out as a useful and common-sense courtesy grounded in a lack of national media in 1789 has turned into another tool Republicans use to thwart the will of a Democratic administration, just as happened during the Obama administration, leaving hundreds of judicial seats empty in 2017 just waiting for Donald Trump. Why Dick Durbin, otherwise a generally fine Democratic senator who I respect greatly, is going along with this nonsense is baffling, particularly since he's threatened Republicans to end blue slips in the past if they continue to abuse the privilege. But perhaps he'll tell you, particularly if you live in his state of Illinois. His phone numbers are listed above. You can usually leave messages, and his email contact page is available. It's way past time for Democrats to wake the hell up and stop playing by the GOP's one-sided rules. The federal judiciary, particularly now that it's packed with over 300 of Trump's right-wing crackpots, is too important to leave to further Republican manipulation.